Can you have a profitable launch when you have a small audience? My client did, and I'm here to gush all about it. She started from scratch with a completely new niche for her and got two premium coaching clients by the end of her first launch while working with me in my one-on-one co-creation package. And I can't wait to tell you in very practical terms what we set up to make her launch a success. Hi, I'm your host, Ina Coveney. Every Monday, I bring you an interview with a successful online coach where we uncover their true startup story and we wrap it up with a companion episode on Thursdays. This one right here, where I teach you three things that our guest is doing very right in their business and you should start doing right now. And today, our focus will be on three essential factors to your first profitable launch with a small audience. This episode was inspired by our last conversation with Erika Cruz, who has a massive audience of 200,000 followers on TikTok, but claims that most of her clients come from her 20,000 follower audience on Instagram. Interesting, right? To hear Erica's story, listen to the latest episode after you're done with this one. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts while you're enjoying some amazing weather, take a picture and tag me on Instagram at Your Engagement Coach. And then I'll know you're listening to this podcast. Can't wait to see it. Also, please head over to the review section and leave us a five-star review and say something nice. It really helps support the show. And thanks. Welcome to The Global Phenomenon, the podcast about online coaching, the inspiring new career path responsible for multiple self-made millionaires, opening the doors for experts and professionals like you and me to stop living paycheck to paycheck and design a rich and abundant life with one purpose, to help others. I'm your host, Ina Coveney, six-figure entrepreneur and business coach. Listen for lessons and strategies that will turn you into the next global phenomenon. Today's episode begins now. I am so excited right now. My client, my one-on-one client who signed up for a co-creation program with me just had her very first launch. And she told me over the weekend that she signed two premium coaching clients out of it. And I am, I mean, I'm in awe of this situation, even though I teach this stuff, even though she was following my recommendations, even though she was going through my program, I'm still in in complete amazement of how it went. And I wanted to come here and make sure that you guys knew what were the things that actually worked. Because if you have a small audience, the, the whole point of your business is to start getting clients, not to focus so much on how many people are following you, that you lose sight of actually how to make money and how to help people. Um, I was just on a call with uh, another one of my one-on-one clients and we were crying on the call uh, because she felt so supported and she felt so helped through it. And I told her, actually, you have been such an amazing client that I have wanted to give you everything and everything at the kitchen sink. And it has been such an incredible experience working with her. Um, same with my other one-on-one client that I'm about to tell you about. I mean, this is what we do as coaches. And the reason I'm telling you this is not just to tell you, uh, hey, look how awesome I am helping people. It's because I want you to remember what it's like to help people. I want you to remember that we're not just here to be marketers. You see what I mean? We're not just here 
to show people things online and to create TikToks and to create reels and to put out content. We're not just content creators. We are coaches. We help people for a living. When I go out there and people ask me what I do, I say exactly what I do. I help coaches get clients with a small audience. You know what I don't say? I'm a content creator. Content creation is part of my job description. It's how I do my marketing, but it is not what I do. What I do is help people achieve a certain result. And I know that you feel the same way about what you do. I know that you're out there. You want to be helping people too. So why are we so focused on these vanity metrics and numbers that somewhere along the line, somewhere down the line, somebody told us that the way to get clients is by growing our audience as much as possible. And it's just not true. If you want to go out there and actually be a coach, not just a content creator, stick by me because this is what we're going to be learning. Okay. So I want to tell you about this client. It's kind of like a mini case study. So I want to tell you about this client. It's kind of a mini case study. When we started working together, she had an idea for how she wanted to teach people, how she wanted to help people. And three sessions in, she decided that she had changed her mind, that she didn't actually want to do the thing that she paid me a good money for to help her implement. She decided that that wasn't it for her. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, I, that is part of the process. I never felt frustrated. I never felt like she was wasting my time. I never felt like she was wasting her own time. I never felt like uh, she was making a mistake or, you know, what are you doing changing your mind? Like, I never had those feelings. Because as a coach who works with people who are just starting out in the coaching industry, I expect you to change your mind. I expect you to be tweaking, to be narrowing it down, to be thinking about it, to help people and then assess, do I really want to be doing this or not? Who do I appreciate out there so that I can start mimicking kind of their behavior and try to go for their business? I'm expecting you're going to change your mind. What was powerful about this is that it wasn't like she just woke up one day and said like, oh, I just don't want to do that anymore. She was actually listening to herself speak in our sessions because every question that I ask you in a session is meaningful. Every, every time that I ask you something, it, there's a reason for that. So she was listening to herself answering my very guided questions. I'm the coach here, right? So I'm coaching her to really realize this is what she wants to do. And I'm, I'm trained to know when somebody is not 100% bought into their idea. I'm trained for that. I know how to detect that. So three sessions in, she said, I'm thinking maybe this is not it. Maybe I should be doing something else. And I, I applauded it. I'm like, great. So let's do it. Let's go with that. That sounds wonderful. So what I'm about to describe to you is the three things that we did during that first launch that helped her get those two first clients. Now, I always tell my clients, and I, I told her this, and I expected that in your first launch, I want you to set your expectations straight. I don't want you to expect that you're going to be making bank. I don't want you to expect, especially with a small audience, I don't want you to expect that you're going to have a five-figure launch the first time, because that's what kills dreams is that expectation, is seeing other people 
flaunting their success and talking about how they had their first five figure, their, their first launch and they made five figures already. When we see that, we believe that that's the reality for everyone when that is just not the case. So I want you to reset your expectations and to say to yourself, I'm not going to make any money in this launch, but people will know what I do. I'm going to train people on what is it that I offer. So that's what we do. We reset those expectations the begin the beginning of the launch. Okay? So we did that. So I wasn't expecting clients. I was expecting her to go through the program, go through the process, and then when we launch again, then she will start to see some traction. So I was so amazed at the fact she got clients, but it was not an accident. So let's dive into the three things that made this very first launch successful for her. Okay? Starting with Number one, we took care of her feed. So it is so important that when people look at your profile, at your bio, at your feed, that they don't look at it and say, I can see why she only has 97 followers. I can see why. That should not be it. That should not be the reaction. With a small audience, we can't afford to have to get that reaction from people. We have to wow them. They have to look at us and immediately say, this is a professional who knows what they're doing, whom I'm happy to give all my money to, and I need to work with her. And by the way, I can't believe she doesn't have more followers. That is the vibe that we're going for. So that's what we did. We set up her feed so that over the next two weeks and three weeks while she was doing the launch, every post was perfectly branded, was perfectly messaged, and had her personality into it. And it educated people on what it is that this feed is about. So we did that. The second thing we did was to take care of her emails. Emails are a really important part of your launch right? And I know that when we start out, we're always thinking to ourselves, well, I don't really like getting that many emails. So why would I do this? Right? I don't really like getting that many emails. Why would I go and spam somebody else? Spam, quote unquote, spam somebody else. I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> if you're doing a launch, you got to be sending emails to make sure that people don't miss it. Because people will miss it. They will, they're not tuned into your channel permanently they are going to miss it so you gotta send enough emails that they get the point and enough emails in different ways different subject lines different texts so that they know what to expect and that they can make a decision whether this is what they want or not okay because i'm gonna tell you something that is about to break your mind okay it's gonna blow your mind when you get out of a launch or a promotion of some sort you always think oh the reason people didn't sign up is because my message is wrong. It's because um, they don't want to work with me. It's because they can't pay my prices. When in reality, 90% of them still have no idea that you even had an offer out there in the first place. That is the vibe. So if you want to avoid that, you got to do everything you can to make sure that nobody misses it, that nobody misses that offer. So we set up her emails in advance, pre-launch emails, masterclass emails, post-launch emails, 
all scheduled well in advance. Those are the only three weeks that you need around the launch and you're done, okay? Finally, point number three, which cannot be understated because this is where the clients came from, is personal outreach. Is going out there and making your list of people who might be interested in this and going out there and starting conversations with them. If we had just left it at two things, if we had just said, okay, the feed and the emails and we're done, now we just wait, she would have not signed clients. It's the fact that she was talking to people. She was finding out about what they needed. Is her offer right for them? Did they understand that there was a masterclass that they could join? There were things that she would have never found out if it wasn't because she reached out and she started talking to people. And now she has two amazing premium clients to show for it. So let's recap here. When you have a small audience, the biggest enemy is yourself. The biggest enemy is you thinking that because you have a small audience, nobody's going to sign up. So you just work a little bit on your feet until you get tired and emotionally drained and you don't want to work on it anymore, right? And you don't want to show up anymore, even though your cart is open, right? The emails, which you don't like spamming people, so you end up not sending enough emails, right? And you stop there, shooting yourself in the foot. You put all that work for nothing and you got no clients. When the reality of a small audience is all three of these things have to be in perfect sync. Number one, your feed has to communicate that you are an expert and that people would be lucky to be working with you. Number two is your emails. They have to be scheduled out. Do not skimp out on the emails on me. And number three, you got to be talking to people to see if this offer is right for them at this point in time. So what do you say? Are you ready to have an actual profitable launch even with your small audience. If you do, let me know. You can always find me right here on Instagram at Your Engagement Coach and send me a DM and tell me that you learned something from this. I can't wait to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening. You know that part in this episode that made you go, oh my God, I need to write that down. I want to know what that was. So go over to Instagram and find me at Your Engagement Coach and send me a DM. I want to hear it. And if your business bestie is missing out on all of these juicy strategies, make sure to take a screenshot of the episode and share it to your stories. Remember to tag me so that I can thank you personally for all your support. I'll see you on the next episode.